Welcome back to BTW Baltspeed Workshop here at the database with Rabbi Yoshua Eisenberg, where today we are going to be continuing the Yamam Nuroi Marathon with an underrated but super important and super necessary piece, and that is on Slichos, Slichos particularly for the Yamam Nuroim. So what we will focus on is, yes, the Nusach for Slichos, which we've done in the past, and particularly, we'll focus on the Nusach for Slichos as it pertains to the Yamim Norayim, because especially for opening night of Slichos, there is what to know. But the other important piece, which is what sets Slichos for Yamim Norayim apart from Slichos at any other point of the year, be it whatever Tainus Tzibor, for Slichos for Yamim Norayim, there is a very unique challenge. And it's the same challenge that we find by really slichos for any day, but the solution is not as simple. And what I mean is that for slichos in the past, what we have done is is we would look at the different piyutim, or the different poems, the different pieces that are contained in the slichos, and we would just go over basic themes and other important notes that you find in those different parts of Slichos and see how they speak to the particular tainus, the particular fast day that those Slichos are being recited for. The reason why it's not that simple here is that it's not just one isolated fast day on the calendar, but it is, for at least a Nusach Ashkenaz, it's a couple of weeks worth of slichos that are recited every day from the week before Rosh Hashanah up and going, past, going through the Sarasimet Shuvah until the end of Yom Kippur. And that is particularly challenging because you don't have one day or one afternoon to think about, oh, you know, um, Tainus Esther is coming up and there are slichos. So I want to know, you know, what are the themes from the slichos that speak to the day of Tainus Esther, or Asar Abateves, or Shiva Asar Batamus, or what have you. And what I would normally tell you is, yeah, listen, it's a day or two before Tainus Esther or the other fast days, so open up the Slichos, and just, you know, it's, it's, it's one, one day a year that you're saying it, so review, just review it inside, get an art scroll, look at the English, and, you know, and just, just get acquainted with it, and it'll speak to you. When, and when you speak those words to Hashem, it'll mean something. When it comes to Slichos for Yamam Norayim, it seems that there's a lot of repetition, and there's almost no break, because you're doing it every day for two weeks. So it's very, very difficult. And, yes, you get very, um, you get very familiar with the Nusach for the, you know, the tune of the Slichos, the Yergimel Midas Arachamim, the Vidoy, and then there are parts that you're just hoping that you could learn it by heart already, or at least to, as close to by heart as possible, so that you could zoom through it, because you got to leave early, because you got to get to work, or whatever it is. And it's understandable that it's really hard to connect to those parts of Slichos that we don't say every single day of Slichos. It's for, so for example, the Yergimel Midas Arachamim, you basically got that down. The Vidoy, the Asham News, you got that down. And the other pieces, uh, um, your Shema Koleinus, your Kel Rachum Shemecha, your Aninu Hashem Aninu, Misha Ana. 
some of these parts speak to us much louder and in a much more meaningful way than the parts that we don't say every day. And that's because there is something to appreciate, something to gain from the fact that we do say these things every day. You might think that it gets bland. On the contrary, these things that we really, really need. So we are, you know, it's it's a luxury to be able to say them every day. And I would tell you to, yes, embrace those parts of the davening that we say every single day for the Yemei Ratzon and the Yomim Noroyim. Those are the parts that are going to be your anchor. And if you're falling behind in the piyutim, so then for sure, you know, like you don't want to miss the Yod Gimel Midas HaRachim in B'tzibor. All of that said, there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to have the most fulfilling davening when we are engaging in slichos because, we, you know, we, we say, Tshuva, Tzfila, and Tzedakah, Mavir, and Yisrael, HaGzeira. So why would we want to compromise Tfila if we can maximize it? There's no, there's no reason to. Um, so... Um, and, and that said, so what, 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 what would I recommend? What could I possibly recommend? So a couple of things that are just important to know, more of housekeeping items in terms of you know, preparing for slichos for this sensitive time of the year, is to know that whenever you walk into a minion, know what nosach of slichos they're going to be reciting. So we're mostly familiar for most of our davening with nosach Ashkenaz or Svard or Edom Mizrahi or Ari, but when it comes to slichos, there are, I would say there are two most prevalent nusachos that people of the Ashkenaz persuasion would be doing, and it would either be minhaglita um, or Lithuanian, and that's usually what um, the typical Ashkenaz minion would do. But you have those Ashkenaz minyanim that daven nusach svard, and they are often likely to do minhag Poland or Poland, um, and so. You know, the, and, and that would make a difference just because you want to know what you're saying with the tzibor. It's important to know, just, just, just know what they're saying. So you could at least read along with them and not fall behind and, not, and just have a clue where you are. But what about that larger challenge? So well, let's, let's just assume for now that we're going with minhaglita because I think that's most prevalent in Ashkenaz. So you have, you know, you have your slichos. You have, you know, you hopefully picked up your nice art scroll slichos, whether you picked up the interlinear, you picked up the regular art scroll, you have the pocket size, great. But now you walk into slichos, and it's the part of davening that really no one is particularly excited for. And it's a, it's a challenge. It's a real challenge. And I can, you know, I can sit here and try to give you a Baltzfila workshop every single day of slichos, but... First of all, you wouldn't have time to even listen to all of them. I probably wouldn't have time to record all of them. So now, I'm, I, you know, you want me to now just sit here and tell you to do that yourself, to, you know, investigate the daven and go through the entire slichos and make sure that you don't walk away till it speaks to you. So I would say in a certain sense, I can't really tell you that. And in another sense, I would tell you, yes, that's exactly what you have to do. You have to do your own homework. And then in, in, with that in mind... So how much could you possibly do? You know, let's say you work or let's say you learn. Well, if you learn, then you should be able to make time to, you know, open up the slichos and look at some of the English. Now, let's say you're working. So, you know, you have your priorities of what, which things you do learn. You do Shemek Rechatargim, you Maver Sedra, you do Dafyomi, whatever you do, whatever your Seder is, you should make time, make time to open up the slichos and to, you know, to look at some of the parts that you're going to be saying before you say them. I think the morning of the slichos is a little bit too late 
to start familiarizing yourself and at that point it's, it's unless you're really good and at, at you know at the hebrew language and you're really good at skimming the english in your art score really quickly i feel like it's a little bit too late and i'll mention that i've spoken to israeli friends about this topic um you know whether it's kinos on tishabov or slichos during the yom Naraim, even for those who speak hebrew this is actually very challenging. This is a foreign language even to the Hebrew speakers because of the poetic nature. It's just different. And because of that, you really do have to do your own homework. So I would say that if it's the evening before, right, whether it's mincha time, I don't know if you're going to be doing slichos late at night, but that's a time where you really have to buckle down and open up the slichos and look at the, the putin. So... At first glance, that sounds very overwhelming, so I think it's important to know, before you go into it, just have an idea of the structure of the slichos. A lot of it, because we just go along and do it, and we're just racing the shliach tzibor, it's very difficult to, you know, to, to, to follow, and it just ends up looking very overwhelming. So let's talk a little bit about the structure of slichos, particularly for the Yom and Orion. And we'll do some of the nusach, in a little while. Um, but a lot of the Nusuch you're likely familiar with if you've been following Baltfila Workshop for a while. There is mostly a ton of overlap from the other Slichos Baltfila Workshops that we did for the other um, um, the other Slichos days, the Tanya Sibor. Um, but for now, um, most of the Slichos, at least for the first week before Rosh Hashanah, there's a little bit of a variance. Um, it changes slightly when you go into the Aser Shuva. But before Rosh Hashanah, you have, you know, you start with Ashrei, there's a Kaddish, and then you go into some of the introductory tefillos that you would say every day, or the Choshem and so on and so forth. Then there's the, that introductory paragraph um, that goes into the Yud Gimel Midos Harachamim. Right, so the first one is Yed Kelech Rapayim. Oh, sorry, the, the first one you yeah, and then the second one you have is... And those respectively flow into the Yudgim Amidos HaRachamim, right, which is um, really a review of Hashem teaching Moshe Rabbeinu at the scene of the Chet Egel, the fallout of the Chet Egel, how to daven to him. So this is the play-by-play. Um, this is the, um, the ticket that Hashem um, wrote out to teach Moshe how we should do it. And so it's, it's something that we have to embrace. That's the most important part of the slichos. But exactly how many of these do we have, right? Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, you know, repetition going back to the Yad Gimel So the rule for uh, the pre-Rosh Hashanah um, uh, days of slichos is that you have two piyutim. Each one is preceded and followed by the Yad Gimel and then you have a pismon. And the pismon is the one that is responsive. So the, the chazan or the baal tzfilo, the shleich tzibor, he leads the first one. Then the tzibor does that one and then the next one. And each subsequent time they are, they are on the, doing the paragraph or the stanza before the shleich tzibor does. And then from there you go into the finishing parts that go into the bahaviyos and the shema and then the vidoy at the end. 
And that's the general structure. It changes a bit when you're in the Asarasamit Shuva. Instead of two piyutim and a pismon, it's, uh, it's, it's much more. So uh, um, it, I think it ends up being like, you know, five or six piyutim, including the pismon. So, um, well, so let's say it ends up being six or seven, um, 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 I guess, different long poems of Slichos that we have to say. Um, all sandwiched by the Yodgim Amidas Arachmim, and then the introductory stuff, and then the Vidu at the end. And then, of course, there is the Slichos that's on Erev Rosh Hashanah, which is an entirely different animal, and maybe we'll devote a separate uh, workshop to that. But that one has all the challenges of Slichos uh, multiplied um, by uh, a number so great that... Um, it's the math is beyond me, so you know that's because the slichos are just so so long, and depending on where you daven, right? So many yeshivos, um, I would say maybe even some shuls will not do the entire erev rosh hashanah slichos just because of how long it is. You know, it could take you know um, it, it's definitely over an hour. I think it could take up to two hours at least um, to you know to, to to do it thoroughly. And there too, I would say to follow the general rule, which is to keep up with the Yodgim Amidus Arachim, and that's always the most important. You know, we say this with Kinos, and the same is true with Slichos. Fewer Slichos with more understanding is better. Um, but that said, the Slichos themselves are not just something that we disregard, because they were written by some very holy people, uh, by people on, um, who were either Tanoim or on the, the Madriga of Tanoim. Many of them were, were written by Rebbe Lazar HaKalir. Many of the Slichos also... Um, actually f- um, make their way into Yom Neroim davening as well. Um, as, as a Baltfilo, so this is something that I've picked up on, some of the Slichos can um, actually make their way into Ni'ilah. Just so you understand how important some of these Slichos are, um, but that, that's, ex- um, that's something that we find in the Slichos. So again, we're about to go into Nusach and we'll do some of the introductory stuff. Maybe, maybe, um, I'm debating whether or not I'll come back and do some more Slichos workshops as we proceed through the Yamim Narayim, but the likelihood that I'll have the time for it and the likelihood that you'll have the time for it is un, unlikely. So what I would, again, recommend is the day before, you know, whatever slichos, whatever a day of slichos it's going to be, take a look. Two, you know, two piyotim, three piyotim, look at the pismon, look at the two piyotim that you're going to say, at least for the first week, right? The, the week of, 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 of pre-Rosh Hashanah, it's not that much to look at. It's really not. And then by that point, you'll already have the hang of it when you are moving into the Aserasimet Shuva. And if I can give you any other Eitzah, um, you know, to look at the English, but also to make, you know, you could jot a couple of notes down in your Slichos and just pick out a few buzzwords, buzzwords that will tell you what is this Slicha Piyot about. Because there are different themes. It may, it may seem repetitive. You know, everything is about asking for forgiveness. But it's important to know that when you're davening and when you're asking for these things, you know, you know what the themes are as they speak to you. And we'll do a little bit of that when we go through the first night, the opening night of Slichos. What, what should we be thinking about? What themes should speak to us? And I'll just give you some examples of how to do that when you're looking at the Slichos. And again, this is homework to be done before you have to recite the slichos, and not moments before, not 10 minutes before, but I would, I would say 12 hours before. Okay, so let, let's go into it. So opening night of slichos, slichos always, um, during Yom Noraim, it starts with Ashrei. Different reasons for this, it's because we want to start with the Kaddish, and it's because slichos really has the matbeah of a, a tefillah, like Shimon Esrei. 
um, which um, you know um, we have a, a, a kaddish typically like at mincha time or at musaf time we have a kaddish that proceeds, but you need um, a kaddish has to be preceded by psukim. And so you could think of slichos as like another mincha that you're throwing into your day, because that's really what it is. It's 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 it, um, we you know we ha- we ask Hashem, we start off by praising Hashem, which is what we do all the time in our Shemun Esrei. We start off by being uh, we you know we give shevach to Hashem. That's the lecha Hashem atzdaka piece, for example. And then we get to the bakashos, and slichos is filled with bakashos. The main one being that we want slicha, we want to be forgiven. And um, and then then we have all the you know the closing pieces after. So we start off with Ashrei. In Ashrei, um, I would start Ashrei with the Slichos Nosach or the Tehillim Nosach. So Ashrei Ashrei Veisecha Odi Hallelujah Chasela. And then you go through with Ashrei. Now what's interesting is at least in the art scroll, Minha Galita Slichos. The ending point, you know that little logo that had those four diamonds? That, that's where the reader or the shleach tzibur begins reading from. So for some reason, in the art school, it goes all the way back to Tzadik Hashem Bechol Derechav V'Chasid Bechol Masev. goes back to the letter Tzadi. We're accustomed normally to ending with Tzihilas Hashem. And so you could do that, or you can go from Tzadik Hashem. So we'll just do what the, ma- the Machser, we'll do what the Slichos does, but then I'll, um, I'll give you the alternative just to end off with Tehillas. So, um, and if you're doing it this way, so it, it all comes with the general Slichos Nasach. So Tzadik Hashem Bechol Derachav V'chasid V'chol Masav Karov Hashem L'chol Karov L'chol Asher Yekru V'emes Ritzon Yerev Yaseh B'Shabas HaMishmav Yoshim Shomer Hashem Eskavo V'eskashahim Yashmid Tzilas Hashem Yedabir Pibi V'rechol Basar Hashem Gachar Leilam V'ed V'anachmi Nevarechom Yatav Yad Olam So you could do that to end in the major. It is something that we've spoken about in the past that many, um, you know, that you find the 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 nusach that goes back and forth um, with slichos. You you're going to end in major, you're going to end in minor. So we just did major. Now I would say the general rule is that you would end in minor unless you want a choral response. If you want the the tzibur to respond with something out loud, then you end in the major. That's what that's my that's my normal rule, my understanding of how slichos is supposed to go. And according to that rule, really we should have just ended in minor. So I'll give you a version of that. So Tilas Hashemi Dabrapi Varekal Basar Shimichali Lambohead Vanachnin Varekha Miatalyadaluka. So that's how you would end in the minor. And you can do that whether or not you are starting from Sadiq Hashem Bhadrachav or you're starting from Tihilas Hashem. Either way, um, it works out just fine. And then I would tell you that if this is just a regular night of Slichos, so then you would continue the Kaddish with that same nusach, or 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 maybe even just a regular nusach like Yiskadal v'Yiskadash and Meirava v'Yalamad v'Rachi Rasei v'Yamlich Ma'achusei v'Chayecha and v'Chonu Chayetichal Beis Yisrael Ma'agalahu v'Zman Karevi Ruhamein. Or you can do it with the Slichos nusach, which would be like. Um Iskadal Vyaskadash and May Rabba Bimadrachirsebisrain. You know, like the Tehillim Nosach. But if it's opening night of Slichos, this is where it's important um that we know that the opening night of Slichos is done, the Kaddish is done to the tune of the Kaddish for pre Musaf, Yamam Norayim Kaddish which we did in a previous workshop, but we'll just run through it quickly right now, which goes like this. Yiskadal, v'yiskadash, shemei rabah, 
You don't say Yisbarach because everyone else is going to say it and you're going to say Yisbarach in the next line. Yisbarach, v'yishtabach, v'yisbohar, v'yisromam, v'yisnaseh, v'yisadar, v'yisaleh, v'yisalal, shemeit nekudoshah b'rechu. Now don't get carried away, because if you think that you're actually doing Musaf and Yamim Narayim, you're going to flub the words. Because normally there we say li'ela uli'ela. But when you are pre-Rosh Hashanah, there is no li'ela uli'ela. It's just li'ela. So it would sound like this. So b'rechu li'ela. Or actually it would be li'ela min kaber chasa v'shirasa. Yeah, exactly. Okay. To shmecha savinechemasa damiran bealema vimiru amen. And then you go into the Chashem Atzdaka. And so the general idea, as I mentioned earlier, is this is the Shabbat Hashem. We talk about how Hashem is the righteous one, Vilanu Boshesafanim. Okay, fine. So. In in all of that, we talk. Uh, so we talk about how we need rachamim. This is a theme in the Yom and Rem davening, and then that goes into Shmei Tefillah. So if you want to end off, you can go like this. Um, the first paragraph of Chasham and Stockham. Um, or you, if you want to do it in the major. And then everyone goes into Shmei Tefillah. Now. When it comes to the opening night of Slichos, so normally, um, so we'll do two variations. One for special, um, we'll do first the regular Slichos, if it's a regular day of Slichos, regular night of Slichos, and then we'll do the special for the opening night. So um, the way it would be like this, if you're just starting off um, a regular night, Right, so that is what you would do on a regular night. But if it's opening night, so this is where a lot of people like to sing Lamancha, right? Um, a classic Eitan Katz song, very popular, very powerful. And so what you would do is you can do one of two things. You could start from Lamancha, but I'd like to start from Darkecha Elokeinu. Darkecha Elokeinu is the line just before Lamancha. And this, um, the, the, these two lines actually appear in the Yom Kippur davening on Kol Nidre night, in the Slichos, that we do on Kol Nidre night. So the, those make it into the Yom Kippur lineup, and they come up um, as, um, you could say, a staple of sorts in the regular Slichos. So we're going to start from, from Darkecha Lokeinu, because you get to do the low part twice and the high part twice. And right, so like this. 
Darkecho and love okeno, Leharich apecho, Loroim, Vilatovim, Vihisahilosecho, Limancho and love okeno, And you could either continue the high part, or um, so we'll do a version of that. And you can just sing the tune until the very last part. And then you go back into the Nusach. And so there you go. So that is something you can do for the opening night. Um, and then you go into that line, which means forgive us our father, for in our abundant folly we have erred, pardon us our king, for our iniquities are many. Fine. So then we get to the first piyot, um, and, um, or the first um, in, um, atypical piyot that you won't be saying every day, which you will never really get the chance to be overly acquainted with. So now what do you do? Like, what do you do when you hit this wall? So the first thing I would tell you to do is just look at the bottom of the art scroll. So we'll look at the title. How can we open our mouth before you, O you who dwell in the stretched out heavens? Right, so there it's saying that we can't even open our mouths. Okay, so, excuse me, whoa. So um, that is a, um, a, a form of Hashem's Fasai Tiftach, where we're asking Hashem to open our mouths, and hopefully nothing unpleasant will come out, like just a moment ago. Right, we're, 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 we're mortals, we are frail, and we don't even know how to speak to Hashem. And that should be an important theme. In what way can we pour out our prayers, considering who we are and where we've been? So, you know, the, um, there's a rhyme scheme, and that's not the most important thing. It's something to keep you, you know, the rhyme scheme and the acrostics, they help us just to... You know, to keep to keep along with it. That's the beauty of these piyutim, at least um, in terms of the organizational aspect of it. So it enables us to focus. And this one is an alphabetical acrostic. And if you want to know, um, just from art school, the Python tells um, the the art school tells us that the Python, his name was Binyamin. It's hidden in the acrostic. And um, apparently, his name is Rav Binyamin Ben Zerach. And there are many, you know, again, like you, you, can, you can look at the historical aspect of the Slichos, but what's more important is that we understand what we're talking about. So here, and I'll, I'll confess that right now, I did not review this piyot before, you know, opening up this session. And I, I, the reason I'm pointing this out is this is something that you can do. You don't need to prepare to prepare. You, you hear what I'm saying? Like, I didn't prepare this because I'm preparing it right now. This is what you should do. Right, so I'm doing what I'm doing right now is something that you could do on your own, 
And I'm pointing this out just to just let you know that you don't have to do a preparation for a preparation. That's what preparation is. So like you don't have to be an expert to just look at what the English means and to see what what what, what the piot is talking about. So I'm looking. I'm just looking at the English side. It's talking about clinging to idolatrous abominations and despicable deeds. Even if we can't really identify with idolatry, we could definitely identify with doing maisim zinuchim, doing things that we shouldn't be doing, or or, or tawevos, things that are abominable. And that's that's what this one does, okay. And then uh, what we're gonna then we um, go into the the end of it, which is um, we'll just end it off with the nusach. One theme that you'll notice is that when, at the end of a piyot, usually it's more encouraging than everything up until that point, where everything is mostly negative and we are feeling bad about ourselves and we're saying and we're saying that we're not worthy. At the very end, we talk about having faith in the fact that Hashem, who is eternal, who is merciful, um, is someone who's going to be there for us, and that we rely on His rachamim, and that's exactly what we say here. We are boteach. We are uh, we are we feel secure. We trust in the fact that Hashem is is, is a bal rachamim. And so then, the very next line, another thing that you find, another pattern that you find in piyutim, is that usually the last line of a piyut will be the opening line of the next piyut. You find this in kinos as well. So the next line is kosecha anu nishanim. Fine. So then we're going to end off that part, which is going to go into Kel Erechapayim. So, V'chein kasuv ha'yomer ani ever kol t'v'yal panecha v'karasi v'shem Hashem l'fanecha v'chanosi es asher rochon v'richanti es asher arachem. Then we go into Kel Erechapayim. And here we get to the familiar Nusach, which is going to go into the Vayavor Hashem al-Panof in the Yod Gimel Midas Arachim. So, Tavar al-Peshav Simcheosham, Kiyomi Tzatevi Mosham, Tazin Shavasin Vesakshiv Menu Mamar, Kiyom Maikro Vashem Hashem Vishom Nemar, Vayavor Hashem al-Panof, Vayikra Hashem Hashem Korachum Vichanun, Erechapayim Varav Chesed Vemes, Usually, if I'm the Shliach Tzivar, what I'll try to do is that part at the end, I'll try to do that part out loud because as a Shliach Tzivar, it's very, very important that the Tzivar knows where you're up to. So whatever you can end off loud, you try to do that. And then later you have a similar end off point. And then you have another piot. Right, and so I'm going to do exactly what I did before. I did not look at this beforehand. I'm looking at it right now. Most of the piotim, they start off with Elokeinu Velokeinu and then we have another Another um, um, line that seems to talk about how we're not worthy. There is no one who calls out to you in righteousness. The good man today is compared to a thorn bush. He's not on such a high level. So the art scroll says that this one was um, this one was written by Rav Shlomo Bar Yehuda, who was known as Rav Shlomo Habavli. And um, okay, fine. And this alphabetical acrostic is. Each letter comes up twice. And as I'm looking through it, so we're talking about how we are not even on the level of men of other generations. Fine. 
And as I'm looking here, it says that um, to ask for mercy for those pounded to dust, no one at all can be found. Sincere, pure-hearted men have, been dis- have, have disappeared. The pious have come to an end. The righteous are trampled on. So this is a good theme to think about, the kadnos adoros. This is something that is not speaking to us as individuals that we're just, you know, n- not worthy, but our generation is not worthy. And so for anyone who thinks, like, look, come on, you know, we're, how bad could we possibly be? The answer is we don't know what prior generations look like, and that's something that should humble us. And that's something to think about. You should feel humble when you're doing this, when you're, when you're going through slichos. Anytime you think, oh, listen, come on, how, how bad really are we? Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a good neighbor to my friends, um, even to the people that are not my friends. I'm very cordial. You know, I'm not such a bad guy. Yeah, but we don't even understand the difference of madrigas. So we don't, we don't know what, 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 what good really looks like. So again, this is just something you can look at, and you can write this on the side. You want to underline parts if it'll help you. So do that. Um, you know, it talks about how, the, I'm just looking again, the Slicha talks about how um, we, we want, um, this is actually very similar to the Hineni of the, of the Shliach Tzibor uh, before Musaf. We're asking that Hashem should, um, should accept us like we're one of good character, like, we, like we're an experienced elder, not like we're ignoramuses or like a bore. Um, we're asking Hashem to really just accept us as though we would be on that level, even though we're not. So this is a lot of rachim that we're asking for. But um, this is something that, again, you could be doing yourself. And I, I'm, I'm just doing it for you just to show you that it could be done. And then we finish off. Which here is saying, You take glory in your name, God of life. Let us remain with the good life that comes before you. With you wells up the source of life. Um, look down and, and answer us. Give light to our eyes. So this is actually an important theme also. We're asking Hashem to enlighten us. This slicha, I think the theme is talking about how we are just blind to what other generations were able to accomplish, and we don't even know the way. So we're asking Hashem at this slicha to tell us the way. And then we go into Kel Rachamim. Kel Another way you could do that is like this. Or Right, that one's going in minor. Right, so I'll do that again. The difference. Or and so on and so forth. Okay, cool. Um, so. I mentioned before earlier that we have two slichos and a pismon. It's actually three slichos and a pismon. Okay, big deal. It's really not that bad. Okay, so this one, This is a um, this is a backwards alphabet. So it starts with tough and it goes to aleph. So let um so let the mer- cry of mercy come before you. Let your ear be attentive to the supplication. So. Very generic, but it's telling us, it's telling us, it's asking, us asking Hashem to hear our tefillos, fine. Um, it talks about how we're embarrassed, as I'm seeing here. We're talking about how we have trouble and distress, we're wandering sheep without a fold. So that's a theme that we touched on earlier, that we just don't even know the way. Fine. 
Um, and again, like if, if I, um, we already spent so much time on these slichos that I, you know, the, there's just not enough time in the world, um, at least for me to do a recording that you'll be able to listen to. But there is enough time in the world, Be'ez Ras Hashem, for you to just go through some of these yourself, just to pick out some themes, something, something, just grab onto something. Right? You might, we might be grasping straws, but, you know, each straw is worth it. Fine. Then, after the next Kel Melcher Shevach Sirachim, we have the Pismon, which in this case is talking about what's happening on B'motza'i Menucha, a Motzei Shabbos. Um, this is where the first time that we recite the Slichos, and here's the Nusach that you need to know. Um, there are actually two versions of it, and we'll, we'll do both versions. Okay. And that's going to be the refrain that we're saying that Hashem is listening to our Rina and our Tefillah. Right? That's based on uh, Malachim, actually. When the Beis HaMikdash was built, Shlomo HaMelech, he um, he um, was describing the Beis HaMikdash as the place where Hashem listens to our Rina and our Tefillah. Um, Rina, so I saw that in the art scroll Navi, um, that they suggested that Rina can be negative or positive, where it's either a crying out in pain or it's a crying out in jubilation. Most of the contexts that I've seen Rina in, it's positive, and that can also be a theme here, right? Tefillah is the bakasha, I'm asking Hashem for help, but Hashem listens to both our Rina and our Tefillah. Maybe uh, something to think about is that we want Hashem, if we want Hashem to hear our tefillah, we should allow Him to hear our rina as well. That we hope that one day Hashem will give us opportunities, more opportunities, I should say, to give out rina, to praise Him in song, happy song. But also, there's plenty to thank Hashem for, even while we're here. So we should not, you know, we should embrace those and, and, and make sure to thank Hashem in that way. And so, here we're saying that, on Motzei Menucha, all right, we come before you, and we ask Hashem to bend our ears, or sorry, that we, uh, yeah, to bend his ear to us from on high. He's sitting on our tefillos to hear the rina and the tefillah. So I give you one nosach, and I'll give you another nosach now. So the first nosach, once again, was which um, resembles the Tehillim nosach. Now another nosach, which is, I like to call it the Kadosh nosach, because it comes up in the Yom Nuraim davening a lot, and the, usually it ends with the refrain of the word Kadosh. So it's like similar, but it has its nuance of differences. And then you go through the rest of it the same way. So the next one will be like this. So I'll go back to the first version. Now, for this one, maybe you were able to tell from some of the words. Um, without even looking at the English, I can tell that this is talking about the Akedah. Because it says, right? By the merit of the righteous one who is bound. And it says, then after, there was an ayal, a ram, that was slaughtered as a substitute. So that's something that we do a lot here. We, um, we invoke things like the Akedah. We invoke um, memories of the schos avos, because that's really what we run on. We, you know, Hashem's rachmim is something we need, but it's hard to even ask for it without the schos avos. And so that's one version. Another version. 
Okay, and that's the general rule for the pismon. That's the nosach, and every single line is going to be the same. Now, with the pismon, um, here's a good tip: you have more time to look at what the English is than you have for the other piyutim. So, I would embrace those periods where you, you know, where everyone's saying it to themselves before the chazan says it out loud, or even as the chazan says it out loud. You can look at the English and get a feel of what the what the pismon is about. Okay, so and the other rule is going back to my peeve about focusing on the major versus the minor, right? And usually the rules minor is ending more solemn, more sad, more serious. Major is usually more uplifting and more encouraging. So um, I've heard some Balitfilas and Chazanim um, kind of mix up the placement of the two, and they would do like major all the way through the pismone, and it's not really the right tone. Um, but uh, with the exception of the very last stanza, the last stanza of every pismon goes into the Keel Melchir Shivakisei Rachmim, which is a choral sort of response. So there you would finish off with the major, and this is how it would sound. You finish the final, you give me a set, and then you go into Al Tizkarlanu, Zechor Achamecha. And some people have the, you know, the nusach of saying the part of al nasa sheisalenu chatas out loud. Al nasa sheisalenu chatas asher nu al nu asher chatanu. Then the next line, chatanu tzreinu slachlanu yotzreinu, which is basically saying that don't do not calculate or reckon for us a sin, what we have done foolishly and what we have sinned. Um, and then the next line is we have erred our rock forgive us our molder. Now normally. On a regular night of slichos, you finish with the ending off of a haviosim, um, with um, the regular slichos nosach that goes into the minor. I've heard people end it on major. I think it's more important, um, it's more appropriate to do it on minor. We'll do that version. And then, of course, for opening night of slichos, which is extra special, you, um, you know, it's nice to do it to, um, to, the, to the tune. While I'm mentioning that, there are some people that on the opening night of slichos that they will not, um, the pismon, even though there's nosach to be done for it, there are people who will do that to a song as well, and that's also nice. Just make sure you know you pick the right you know the right kind of theme, the right kind of song. But anyway, so one version is like this. And then Yahweh <laughs> 
And you could even hum the low part um, before you start the words of Haviyosim if you want. That'll keep the low part so you can do it twice. Anyway, that's one option. Now you can do Shema Kolein to the Nusach. So, um, Shema Koleinu Hashem Elokeinu Chus Rachem Aleinu V'Kabel Rachamim Ratzon Es Tefilosenu And the same thing for Hashivenu Hashivenu Hashem Elecha V'Nashuva Chadesh Yameinu Kekedem And the same thing for the next couple of lines and finally, the last one. Now, why am I doing it very fast? Because, you know, I want to get to the musical version, which would be to sing. Hashem Elokeinu Orkeinu Chus Lirachem Oleinu Vekabel Virachamim And then you could also do this. And then you finish off and you go into the vidui, and then that really takes you to the end. And there's a whole controversial aspect of the Machnisei Rachamim, which many people don't say for halachic reasons. It sounds like you're davening to the angels. And even though Machnisei Rachamim is a beautiful song that I recommend using throughout Yamim Narayim, not and I don't mean that throughout. I mean like don't don't use it all the time, but pick one place that you're going to use it, um, and then you can use it. Um, there is an Afilas Apayim if you do that. And what's important for 
um, for just general ending off is the Nusach from there. So I typically end it like you know similar to ending off at Shachris. and that basically takes you through at least a broader overview of the slichos with some nusach. And yeah, you know, it was, uh, it was a little bit longer, but I thought the sodas that we touched on here are important. And we see that even with everything that we've done, your work is very much cut out for you. But I guarantee you, if you do it, the davening will be such more of a fulfilling and rewarding experience for you. And, um, you know, if, if you can connect to your davening, there, there can't be anything, you know, greater in the realm of tefillah for this time of the year. It's an ace ratzon for tefillah. So again, better not to compromise, better to maximize. And Be'ez Ras Hashem, hopefully all now you can do that a little bit more as you go into the Yomim Noroyim Slichos. And maybe, maybe we'll see, um, we'll consider the possibility of coming back to revisit. But um, again, there, there's more work to be done than I can, than I can help you with um, by spoon-feeding it to you. There's um, heavy lifting to be done on, on our own time. And Be'ez Ras Hashem, we'll, we'll get through it and we'll do it. And it should be a Ksiva for all of us. Stay tuned for more stuff from the Yom Noray Marathon here at the Baltfila Workshop. And I look forward to diving with you again in the future. And I thank you once again for joining us here at the database.